Ladies, it's time to level up. Welcome to the podcast where women share their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. So whatever level you're on, please embrace it and get ready to go to the next level. Let's level up. Right. Thank you so much, Candice, for being here, for agreeing to be interviewed on the Level Up podcast. I'm super duper excited to have you. So thank you so much. Hi, Jennifer Ness. My name is Candice. I am single in a committed relationship. I am on level two self-awareness and I'm ready to level up to three. I love that. So Candace, can you can I dig a little deeper and understand why you say you are single in a committed relationship? What does that mean for you? Mm-hmm. I am technically single. I'm unmarried. So when I use the term single, that symbolizes that I have yet to commit to a person in a legalized marriage situation. Yet I am committed to my partner. And um, being with someone else is not an option for me while I'm with him. Oh, I love that. So yeah. Your attention and your affection, huh? Yeah, we're, we're in a lockdown situation. Yeah, we are unmarried. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Love it. So have you been married before? I have not been married before. Okay. And why not? Yeah tremendous fear what tremendous like trepidations yeah tremendous fear and you can see my hand shaking like serious fear talking about it what? saying it what? Mm-hmm. so you mean mm-hmm. to tell me over the years um so you have um and you don't mind me sharing but you have two adult children so you've been in I some do. relationships and you you're mm-hmm. in a committed relationship locked down like you said <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but when you think about marriage in the past and even today, it gives you trepidations. Yes, it gives me trepidation. Why? The legality of marriage. Yeah, the legality of it. Speak more. Um, that's the first thing that comes to mind, right? There, it's illegal, which heightens everything. That, that to me is a, you talking level up, uh-huh. you leveling up right. when you're legally marrying someone. And I'm going to be honest, JT, I just don't necessarily feel competent enough for that level of commitment. Girl, I'm you getting there. Wait a minute. Let's talk about this. <laughs> you are an accomplished, successful beautiful amazing black woman okay you when you say competent i'm thinking about intelligence level like you're intelligent like you're running a successful business making bank okay driving around in your dream car living in this amazing high-rise 40th floor so what do you mean that you don't feel competent what you just said is real and Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is feel Oh, ooh, say that girl about the hashtag. 
<laughs> See, really, you're, you're talking reality and I'm talking about a feeling. Okay. And so, and this is just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And the biggest issue with my feelings and anybody's feelings is that it drives us, but it doesn't drive us parallel to reality. I love right? it. So Candace, tell me a little bit about your family dynamics. How did you grow up? When did this fear start? What type of marriages did you see that said, oh, heck, I ain't never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 ever doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we talk it about probably, Oh, absolutely. It probably started in the womb because my mother is of the mindset that all men have some problems. They're either drug addicts or alcoholics and they will, you know, they will come to steal, steal, destroy, and kill. That is her mindset. So I would imagine even in the womb, these emotions towards men and how she feels got passed down and reinforced when she had her little baby girl, like stay away from these relationships. So does she ever get married? No, no. Say you. she is. Mm -hmm. She's so, single. Are you her only child? I am her only daughter, her only female child. So you're her only daughter. You've seen her in relationship, but never a marriage. Never a marriage. And a relationships were pretty surfacy, meaning short period of time, nothing over five years, off and on, not very structured definitely not anything that infiltrated her life in an interpersonal kind of connection um and no she didn't she's never lived with any man wow now had mm-hmm. you ever lived with any man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i live my children share the same father so i've lived with him mm-hmm. and then the current relationship that i'm in right now so two 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 live in live in situations Mm-hmm. to live in situationships <laughs> and one was about 20 years ago um 20 plus almost 30 years ago shut up so it's been 20 you are listening to the level up podcast where women are sharing their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level If you hear anything that resonates with you or reminds you of someone you know, please share. We look forward to hearing your testimony. Something years since you said, I ain't uh -uh, ain't doing that. And this man came in and kind of changed your mind. Mm -hmm. He came in with a lot of intention, bold intention that eventually I found a lot of respect for. Love that. So, so let's talk about your relationship. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. So mm-hmm. how would you describe your current relationship? Emerging. Emerging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long y'all been together? 1.5, I think. One and a half. Coming up on two in September. Okay. So y'all met during COVID. Yes, it's a COVID uh, relationship. Oh, it's that COVID love. It's that COVID love. 
<laughs> so what made you decide to move in with this man after 20 plus years of saying that ain't mm-hmm. never gonna happen? What made you do that? Like he came through again with this intention. Like I have been, he appeared everything. He didn't say these words to me, but his appearance, his presence, the way he moved, he was like, I have been waiting on this and there is no way I'm turning back. Like, you know, I'm here, we're together. This is what we're doing. And I, you know, kind of stood back for a while, just look, watching him. I'm like, you know, where did all of this come from? But I knew enough to know about myself that if I didn't have a man with that type of resolve, the relationship would never happen. Okay, so he that alpha male. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let it be known mm-hmm. if you like, okay. <laughs> well, eventually I was like, again, like the first conversation we had, I said, let me try something different. Okay. Let me try something different. I've been resisting for so long. I've been listening to those voices. I've been listening to that, my mom, her uh, stance in life and seeing people. And I've been letting all of these factors influence. Why don't you let what's in front of you be what it is? Let that be your life and you get into it. Get, why are you fighting it? Get into it. And so let's talk about this. So I want to learn because you, you've had a picture, an image, right? You had your list of what a man had to be. He had to come at you like this. Because I'm, I'm talking to a lot of successful Black women. And if you look at statistics, a lot of us are single, right? We, mm-hmm. we, we reach that peak. We, we feel like, you know what? I didn't got here. I could do bad all by myself. I ain't settling. I ain't blah, blah, blah. You know, all that stuff we say, right? So you had a list because we all have mm-hmm. this list, right? We have this list, whether it's real or whether it's, you know, whatever. You had a list. And a lot of these men that you may have been dating wasn't, wasn't living up to that. And so eventually, the reason why I wanted to interview you is because something you said one day, you said, you know what? I decided to throw that list out. I decided to do something different. Um, your man is uh, younger than you. He's different than the men, the men you would normally date. You know, you're a professional woman, an entrepreneur. You work for, you know, huge corporations and amassed a certain level of success on your own. And then you, so tell me a little bit about that. What, what, how was he different? And what made you say, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and X that list and see how this goes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really, I'm going to talk differences from um, a family background. Okay. Right. I, my parents, I, I grew up in a single parent household. But both of my parents are very, are, not were, are very present in my life. You know, tremendous amount of support for my parents. My partner, not so much. Had, you know, a lot of trauma growing up. Parents, very unsupportive. All, you know, had to do a lot on his own. Had to raise himself. And so from that standpoint, we, we have different you know, we have different family backgrounds. 
I have the Verizon network behind me. They like, you coming to get my sister, auntie, niece, uh, we want to talk to you. Well, who are you? You know, it's, it's that type of deal. He does not have that. And mm-hmm. so he has a different set of values. Mm-hmm. You know, he really does. That's just one issue. You okay. know, there's the education piece. I have advanced degrees. He has a technical degree. Um, our age, there's various nuances here. How, how much younger is he? 10 years. Okay, okay, cool. Whole decade. Yeah, whole decade. <laughs> whole decade. And sometimes I feel like it feels like a hundred years between us. I'm like, where is he coming from? I don't get this. I don't understand it. You know. Reconcile that. Like when there's things that's going on in your relationship that you don't understand when there's conflict, how do you reconcile that? Mm-hmm. Empathy. Okay. Empathy. Like you have to employ empathy. And and I'm talking then you visions, the vision of what a person could have gone through, the vision of what could be happening there. Like you really have to go deep and and say, okay, let me just take a step back. Let me remove myself and all that I bring and look at this person and what I know about them. And see where he th- where he could be coming from, and entertain those thoughts until you get over yourself. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just me, right? And even if we were two months apart, it could still be very different. Mm-hmm. What has he taught you, like in this year and a half, going on two years? What What's the mm-hmm. biggest lesson he's taught you about yourself or about relationships? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the biggest lesson has been openness, transparency, you know, just embracing something that really wasn't your idea, something that you really couldn't envision for yourself. How do you embrace that and turn that into something that is truly for you? Like, if you didn't think of this, but guess what? You're growing, you're developing, you're falling out of control with what this person brings to the table, even though it wasn't what you thought it would, should, could be. You know, just be open. I love that. Now, do you feel like your past relationships have affected how you view yourself today? No doubt. Okay, in what way? No doubt. Well, some negative, you know, some negative things. I've been through um, a lot of different relationships, some committed, some with people who committed to other folks, uh, you know, all of that, all of that. Right? Yeah, was a <laughs> 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 you know, you want to put labels on stuff. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) you want to label it, but um, yeah, if if, you know, if we talking real, yes, ma'am. And I'm not gonna say I wore with a badge of honor, but the fear, that paralyzing fear that I had of 
fully committed my, myself allow me to compromise in such a way and settle for those type of relationships mm-hmm. and trick yourself into thinking oh this is just what i need mm, like it's more than enough yeah you trick yourself oh yeah this is just what i need you know how did you get and, out of that? how did you how did you come to the the realization you know what this ain't for me and this ain't enough Girl, it was such a long journey. And, and the, the most interesting part about it was I was, you know, immersed in raising my children and I wanted my sons to be my focus, right? So in my mind, having, and this is, when you said it, the compartmentalizing of your life can lead to some destruction. So I had my life compartmentalized. I'm a mom. I'm going to look, you know, all these compartments and I didn't want them to overlap. So having this so-called. You are listening to the Level Up podcast where women are sharing their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. If you hear anything that resonates with you or reminds you of someone you know, please share. We look forward to hearing your testimony. part-time relationship seemed very adequate for me it seemed very adequate but you know what happened my kids got older because this is going on for years now we're talking years tell me more this is going on for years but my children are getting older they're developing in such a way where they don't necessarily need me as much so i have free time i have you know things are moving on. So the compartment started to break down. And I'm like, okay, I I need more. And I always knew that. And it just got to that point where it was inevitable. But I literally had to, I had to leave town. I had to, you know, to, to really separate myself from this situation. I had to move. Yeah, that's how deep. And been engulfed in a situation for years, it's hard to to break loose. Like, how could you, how would you how would you encourage a young woman who's been in that situation for a long time? How would you encourage her to break loose? Because she's mm-hmm. already gotten to the point where she wants more, where she needs mm-hmm. more. Maybe she's dependent on that relationship mm-hmm. for whatever reason, right? Most times mm-hmm. it's financial, most times it's it's you know the, the physical companionship. It could be a number mm-hmm. of different reasons. What would you mm-hmm. say? you have to find you you really have got to search yourself you got to go deep 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 and start to ask you those questions you know you know this relationship it has a limit and that's what became my intolerance of this situation was the limitation okay so you would all, go ahead all I'm these sorry. all these areas of my life i'm i'm taking it to the limit i'm pushing it push it push it push it push it push it push it then in my personal life i'm involved in a situation that has a cap and it's obvious it is not going any further than this 
And that became the point where I said, no, 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 Mm. no, you're living a lie. Wow. So you started to evaluate and say, you know what? Uh Uh-uh. You were looking back and identifying areas where you said, I need to grow. I need Mm -hmm. more development here. And I I need to heal from this whole relationship Mm -hmm. and kind of grieve Mm -hmm. from it. I can't do this in my same place. I've heard so many times, you can't heal where you've been hurt. And so you picked up everything. You picked up your sons. You was like, deuces, I'm out. I'm out of here. Smoking. (laughs) Smoking. The next thing, smoking. So how do you mm-hmm. think that impacted your your self-esteem, your 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 self-worth, your self-purpose, you know, by being able to, to successfully get out of that relationship? Yeah, it it gave me a lot of courage. You know, it did. It gave me a lot of courage um, because I felt like, okay, even though I, I still wasn't clear about what it, what I wanted or what I wasn't clear, but I knew that that wasn't it. You know, I knew that this situation, this part-time situation, this bad side, I knew, I was like, this is not it. I've done this. It's very limiting. And so where you go from here, I, I didn't know exactly, but I knew that wasn't it. I knew I had to move on, right? Um because it's not clear. It's not always clear. Hmm? How long have you been out of that before you got oh, it? Wow. Oh, five, six years. Okay. Yeah. So in your life, what are your relationship goals? Do you know? Do you know what you want? <laughs> <laughs> Did that give you trepidation? I <laughs> know, <laughs> my. You know, I'm I'm keeping it 100. I don't fully know what I want. I know I want joy. I know I want peace. I know I want happiness. I really don't. It's still a process for me. It really is. It's still very much a process for me. When my partner talks about marriage, I go in the other room. Shut up. Like physically get up and leave him? Sometimes go wash my hands or something like that I'm not completely rude but I find a way to disengage in a conversation seeing you disengage Candace I've seen I've seen <laughs> you. <laughs> so you know it's like a polite it's like where did she just go <laughs> she's gone um but because I'm not quite there yet what is it going to take though I mean next year you're going to be 50 mm-hmm. thank you, want- you. <laughs> You said, I want to be happy. I want to be looking. Why can't that be with him, your partner? Yeah. yeah. Yourself to allow that to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's still uncertainty and um, it's still there. I'm still working it out. It really is. This conversation is helping me out a lot talking to people such as yourself, watching you, you know, take your life to that next level fearlessly. Like I'm getting ready to do this and be going to Italy to kick it off. I'm like, what, what? I thought you right, you know, I'm standing back. But it's impressive. It is impressive to see that boldness. 
And I think that for me, it's simply a matter of time. Mm-hmm. But you don't just get there. You don't just arrive. You got to drive. You got to get in the car, gas up, gassing up. Got to get my road map. We got the road map. We got to get Siri on the line in case I get lost. Why so, can't you drive though, Candace? Why can't you just give in to those fears and just mm-hmm. totally surrender and let him drive and trust that whatever destination y'all go to is going to be beautiful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will entertain those thoughts. I haven't. The reason why? Because I haven't entertained those thoughts. Yeah. I think fear, you got to let your faith be bigger than your fear. Mm-hmm. You got to let your faith replace that fear. And if you have somebody in your life that mm-hmm. has shown you nothing but, nothing <laughs> but he want to be with you, he's showing up, he's, he's being everything that you want him to be, there will always be uncertainties. There were uncertainties about the future of your relationship, how it might turn out. But if this man wants this with you, why not give your all in it and fail? If you're going to fail, but right. you succeed. Why not give your all and succeed? Mm-hmm. You know? Because that is just as much of a choice as failure is. Because I do believe there's a lot of choices that we make in the so-called failure, right? Um, and you're absolutely right. It's There's still more work to do. I feel encouraged because I used to pray. I was like, God, I want to see people like you, like Wendy. I, I want to see people engaged in action so that I can feel like this is real. You know, I'm seeing, you know, I'm I, I'm seeing things that just didn't add up for me, just didn't make sense. And and they were not situations that I wanted to emulate. I got it. So you've not mm-hmm. seen successful relationships around you. By and large, no. Okay. And that is so important. I mean, exposure is so important. And we got to expose the next generation to beautiful relationships. We got to expose the people around us. Like you said, our friend group, you know, expose Mm -hmm. them to what a good relationship looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love that you said that. I'm, I'm curious. Since you don't really have any relationship goals, because you know, if you don't plan, you fail. like people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan, and that leads mm-hmm. to nothing. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I challenge you to create some relationship goals. Mm-hmm. You about to hit two years now. Mm-hmm. In two years, hello, you know, hello. It, I mean, it's not at the door. Now. What's what's up, right? What are you gonna do if on September, mm-hmm. September what? September fifteenth. On September 15th, this man say, uh, Candace, will you marry me? (laughs) Go wash your hands. (laughs) Probably. No, you better not. It's not about six months, Candace. Mm -hmm. Actually, today's March 7th. Mm -hmm. You got about six months to kind of make a decision because here's what you're doing. You're standing in the way of that man's future. Mm-hmm. 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 He loves mm-hmm. you. He wants to marry you and he wants to secure your future. And you want to keep going to go wash your hands. <laughs> 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 Is that fair though? 
No, absolutely not. It definitely is not. You know, it really isn't. And I know that, you know, and I know that. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't, I, I won't, I won't belabor that point because the answer is no, flat out. So then the question becomes, are you willing to let this shit sail by? Because it likely will. If you, you know, if I stay on, on, on what I want to do, no. Dare to um, love. Dare to love. I dare you to love that man fully. I dare you to marry that man. I dare you to let your relationship go to the next level. I triple, dipple dog dare you. Wow. Wow. Look at you, girl. You showing your angel wings. You are listening to the Level Up Podcast, where women are sharing their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. If you hear anything that resonates with you or reminds you of someone you know, please share. We look forward to hearing your testimony. Today, I see him. My next question is, how does your younger self and the version of you today differ most from a self-esteem perspective? Like if you look back at that Candace from 19, I'm sorry, not 19 years ago, 30 years ago or, or 20 years ago, how does your younger self differ from that, that version of you today? You know, she's, she today, Candace of today is not so playful. You know, she doesn't want to necessarily turn over all the stones that she sees in front of her to see what's under them and what the, you know, possibilities are. I really understand that you can have a level of excitement and adventure within your relationship, right? And so when I think about my partner, he is very adventurous. I come up with all types of plans and things like that. And he is always like, what time we leaving? When we going? I got my pack. I'm ready to go. Right. I love it. Yeah. And so just being able to feel adventurous and independent with somebody is just a great feeling that I didn't have before. I love that. So what about how do you differ from a self-esteem, a self-esteem perspective? like within yourself from the, mm-hmm. the old version of you and the new version of you. Mm-hmm. I know I am confident that being in a committed relationship and or married is beneficial to me. I know this without a shadow of a doubt. I was it was it was a big question. I honestly thought that my independence was my pot of gold and me being single, I thought that that was my pot of gold. And we all know one, two is more than one all day long. <laughs> all day long, two is more than one. Yeah. And knowing that two is, you know, much, much better for me on so many different levels, on an emotional level, even on a longevity level, on a life level. 
We've seen studies, we've seen the research how married couples are living well into their 80s and 90s and their single counterparts are dying at 70, you know, 71. Married, married couples are getting 10 to 20 years on single individuals. We, we know that we see, we've seen it. Um, and so just taking that knowledge that I've learned throughout all of these years and making it practical, applying it to my life is in, in, you know, has built me up and given me more courage and strength when it comes to relating, you know? That sounds like wisdom right there. What yeah. would you say your biggest challenge is in your current relationship? Biggest challenge is really um, the family dynamic. We, there's an age difference between us. So I, we, we kind of are in different stages. I'm a grandmother. He's a kind of a new dad. He has two children under the age of 10. So he's still growing and developing as a father. And I'm like, oh, kids, you know what? You know, <laughs> children. Oh my God. What are we doing over here? <laughs> oh, it is just like night and day, but it's also very refreshing. Mm -hmm. All we're really dealing with it is, is a cycle of life. Mm -hmm. You know, I got into my head that, oh, well, my children are adults and I'm never going to see children again. Mm -hmm. What a fantasy that is. I had grandchildren, you know, so it's just a cycle of life. Mm -hmm. And I'm participating in it. You know? So, um, where would you like to be? On the same day in five years, what would be your ideal place? Where would you like to be like, girl, yes, I made it. I arrived. This is success. Where would mm -hmm. you like to be? I would like to be married. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I would like to be married. Right? I would. <laughs> I would like to be married. I really would. Um, and I would like to say that I have, in, in five years, I would like to say I've been married for at least three years. I love it. Yeah, you know, and that I'm happy and, you know, my partner and I are growing together. We have a business together. That's what I want to say. We've been married for three years and this is the business that we share and it's growing and development. That's that's what I want to say. Yeah. How do we work backwards into that? Well, I think starting having those relationship goals, it, you know, going to be key for me. Have to set some goals. We have to set goals. I love it. So, are you healed from your past? Not completely. That will likely be a lifetime full of affirming, reaffirming, staying away, you know, letting certain things fall off, renewal. That's going to be a lifetime filled with healing. This is a lifetime process. Because right. remember, I believe I started in the womb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, the, you know. Yeah. I'm 50. Let's yeah. do the math. You fiscally fit. We all know you fiscally fit. Let's do the math, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> so it might take me another 50 years yeah. to to get to that point but I'm willing and now that I know I got folks like you on the team, girl, please, I cannot be stopped. Listen, I'm on your team, baby. Let's go, okay? I'm telling you, I cannot be stopped. What do you need right now? I need this. I need this conversation. I need to continue to see you in action. I need for you to hold me accountable. Like, this is not, this is not where we are. I need to be called out. I got you. You know I'm gonna call you out. Yeah, and I need the Level Up podcast to continue. I want to be invited back. I want to be chin checked, like they say. I I'll check you. your chin. Where are you at? <laughs> I love that. You know I'm gonna hold you accountable. So thank you oh, for yeah. that door. I really appreciate that. And I do mm-hmm. want to say that there are women that are listening to this. There are women that are either in your situation or coming out of your situation or or don't even realize what their situation is. And so listening to you, your true authentic self, sharing freely and then on this platform is gonna be super duper beneficial. If the world was frozen for 30 seconds just to listen to you, and listen to your story and know what your story is. And maybe if these women are going through similar things as you, what would you say to them? I would say we were born to be together. We were born to connect with each other. Find that person. That person is out there. Whatever you need, don't be afraid. Find that person. We were born for connection. We really were. And, and, you know, just don't be afraid and let the trauma of your past and what you've seen dictate your future. Really. Let your future dictate your future. I love that. So now can you take your own advice? I can. I can. I feel it. I feel renewal right now. I love it. Yeah, I feel renewal right now. Well, thank you, Candace. Um, I so appreciate you being willing to share of yourself, to give of yourself on this podcast today. This was mm-hmm. refreshing for me as well. Hearing your story, understanding your story, knowing where you are, and as your friend, being willing to push you to that next level. Because mm-hmm. it's time to yeah. level up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No doubt. I want to be on that journey. I'm not getting left behind, see. <laughs> okay. Not being left behind. Yeah, this ain't how this is about to happen. So thank you so much for being here. We really do appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Level Up Podcast where women share their stories in an effort to help you grow to the next level. If you heard anything that resonated with you or reminds you of someone you know, please share and know that whatever level you're on now, you can be ready for the next level. Let's level up.